Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Fleekazoid Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Today, we are going to talk about negging. And we're going to talk about the people who leverage it as a conversational device. Yeah, we're going to talk about these people who think that they are so hilarious, cool, and edgy because they insult people in the places that no one else will go and to the frequency that most people normally don't. We're going to talk about why you're not crazy for not liking them, and I'm even going to support you in cutting them all off today. Just so that the girlies know what to expect in today's episode before listening to it, we are going to start off talking about people that you just meet, like in fresh environments, I don't know, maybe like a night out. Then we're going to talk about how this transfers over into your relationships, like friendships or maybe even like LTRs, you know, long-term relationships. And then we're going to talk about your coworkers who are like this. And no, I'm not talking about people who make very casual, lighthearted jokes about something frivolous and something that doesn't actually matter. I'm talking about people who literally think that they are so fucking hilarious because they're coming after the way that you look, the way that you talk, or things about yourself that you can't change. And before you guys come out with the, oh, you're too sensitive, oh, you can't handle criticism, Girl, it's not criticism. This is done by people who are draining, who are looking to build up their self-esteem by putting you down. And yeah, they would love for you to believe that it's just a joke and that what they're doing is totally healthy, normal, and respectful. God forbid, too, that you're the type of person who either has a low self-esteem already, who tolerates this, or maybe you're a person who just feels like, hey, I need to have friends in my life, which isn't a wrong thought. Friends do add value to life. They can be very helpful, and it's dangerous to be isolated. But when you're isolated with your biggest hater, like, come on. Sometimes these people are coming from a place of genuine hate. And the only thing that's honest about it is how they negatively feel about you. It's not constructive and it's not helpful. And we're going to break that down today. I'm having a hard time not sounding shrew and mean and scowly, but that's what the mood's going to be today. And that's because today's episode is based on a very recent experience. Because honestly, every time I do one of those... These just like fly out of me, but let's get to it. Okay, what even is negging? Have you ever met a man for the first time? Maybe you've met him and you've known him for a total of 20 to 30 minutes and things are pretty calm, things are pretty chill. In fact, he seems normal. All of a sudden, he insults something about you. And you know how like the golden rule of thumb is to never come after someone's race, someone's weight, or even something about them that they can't change? Yeah, they'll go for something physically on you. In my case, it was my forehead. And it was like a repeated amount of times over the course of the night. The wild thing about this is, is that in order for an insult to be effective to me, I have to actually value you, care about you, care about your opinion, or want to fuck you. And these people are in none of those categories, especially if I have just met them. In fact, at this point, it's very easy to cross you off the list and to not check it twice. However, if you are somebody who suffers from low self-esteem, low self-confidence, or you're a woman who needs a lot of validation, this might actually have the intended effect that the person who is using it wants it to have. And that is to make you chase them, make you want their validation, make you want their approval. 
It might even trigger you to go into defense mode and go, hey, that's not true. Or you start to list off the reasons why they're wrong. Or maybe you even think, oh, this is an educational opportunity. Let me explain to him why what he's doing is rude and not nice. Which, by the way, when you're doing this with the person who never gets any good attention, this is like the best type of attention for them. It is so sad. They literally get hyped off that. And the guys who are usually doing this are subscribing to some form of girls don't go for personality. They don't like guys that are nice. They only like guys who are douchebags. Yeah, in his mind, he doesn't even know how to talk to a woman, so he thinks insults equal interaction. And while guys could be asking you questions about where you're from and things that actually get to know you, they choose to take the insult route because they want to go for the highest amount of emotion and they want to try to get you all supercharged and involved because in their mind, that's you being invested. In fact, they deliver this after a few minutes into knowing you because there's going to be a memory of, hey, they were nice to me, like, 15 to 20 minutes ago, how come they're suddenly being insulting now? And these guys will try to pass it off as flirting and not a very deliberate strategy to either level you down with them because they are so insecure or to try to get you to chase them and crave their attention and validation. However, if they have your attention already and you're like a person who is confident, that's not enough that you're just like actually being nice and communicating with them. In fact, your confidence irritates them. It threatens them, especially if you're a person who takes up a lot of space. If you deliver your sentences with a level of, I know what I'm talking about type of delivery. Also, if you're the type of person who like makes other people conform to your level of normal with the way that you present by being weird. Like you're like, yeah, I'm weird and you all have to deal with it. As toxic misogynistic males, they don't get the space and the freedom and the range to do that and they feel very annoyed by it and they want you to fit into the same small box that they fit into. And one of the ways that they do that is by trying to level you. And they level you by insulting you. If you don't know what leveling is and you haven't played some video games where you've leveled the ground, it's like creating a plateau, an eye-to-eye level. In his mind, you're above him. He needs you to be down in the dirt where he is. These men want to have an opportunity with you, but they know that they can't get that opportunity without you being in a dark place. So they'll try to get you drunk. They'll try to insult you the entire night. And if they can get you to feel bad and forget how awesome you are, in their mind, that's them by default becoming better than you in their weird little fucked up mind where nothing makes sense. If you have a career, expect them to go after that too. Like nothing is sacred. If you just catch any man trying to insult you within literally less than 24 hours of knowing you, girl, he don't know you like that. It's disrespectful as fuck. It's not flirting. And it's very socially hostile. While there is an emphasis on men that you just met doing this to you, because it is a pickup artist tactic, aka Pua, there are men that you could be dating for... I don't know, maybe two months to six months, like men can introduce this out of nowhere into the relationship. And the reaction every time has to be the same thing. Instant shutdown. Do not tolerate that for the long term. Because would you rather have one big explosive fight where you insult them back and you watch them curl up into a little ball and shut the fuck up and never deal with you again because you just met this person and they know that you don't know them like that and you know that they don't know you like that? Yeah, shut them the fuck down and make sure that they never want to come back and try your life again. And if that's the only way that they can have a good relationship with someone, then they need to go be toxic somewhere else. And hey, maybe you're like, Flakesy, 
I'm not aggressive. I'm not confrontational. I don't think of insults on the spot. And I get it because deep down inside, I don't want to be mean. I don't want to insult people and I don't want to start looking for flaws either. So if you're not the type of person to do this and you never want to go there, just act like these people don't exist and don't pay them any attention. Don't interact with them. Don't look them in the eyes. Once you know what you need to know about them, that they are negative and that they are inappropriate and they have no idea how to actually interact with you and that they've been socialized to do it in a way that is disrespectful and rude, consider it data and consider them people that you don't want in your life for the long term. Even if they're people who have done an occasional nice thing for you here or there. Because just because they do nice things does not give them a permit to be shitty to you. Because allowing someone to do this to you over a elongated period of time is like swallowing poison slowly over months and weeks and then suddenly being like, wow, my body is debilitated. I am no longer able to function. But what I mean by this is your self-esteem. Like you will grow to value this person's opinion. You will start to care what they actually think and how they feel about you. And if you can recall every single insult that they've ever said, whether it was about the way that you look, the way that you act, where you work, your career, your talents, You don't think that that's not going to sit with you? I can still remember some of the shit my high school ex-boyfriend said to me. Like, don't introduce these people into your life and don't take any of it when it starts to come in your direction as the relationship deepens. Another thing with negging is that it's coming from a guy who has no idea how to actually interact with a woman. Or with other people. These are very socially hostile people to be around because how many people do you know just walk around meeting brand new people and going, oh, your forehead's big or, oh, you have wrinkles here or, oh, you have a really weird like shoe on. Like who the fuck is going around insulting people right out the gate and thinking that's cute or funny? It's not even bullying. It's giving insecurity because if you're going around looking for flaws on people, are you not looking for the flaws that you see in yourself? Like, sir, you're worried about your big forehead. You're worried about your wrinkles. And I don't know about you, but in my mind, when I'm meeting someone, I'm not scouting out the flaws on their face and I'm not looking for the things that make them ugly. I'm just literally there to get to know them and to have a good, pleasant conversation, especially if it's not in your nature to just go around insulting people or making them feel bad about how they look. It's not going to make sense to you why someone would do this and you might be so confused that you just laugh it off awkwardly and then it's not until maybe the sixth or seventh time that they do it that you realize like this is a weird fucking person. Now let me tell you a little bit about what happened to me. When I endured this, I noticed that this guy was trying to be very cheeky about it. And because I don't go around looking for flaws and trying to insult people, in fact, I try to be pleasant, which might almost make me seem like a people pleaser, I was like, that's weird, but he said it with a smile on his face. And then he said it about nine more times throughout the night. And then I went back home and because I knew that he was going to be at the next function the next day, I was like, you know what? Let me prepare some insults for him. And you know what? I didn't even use all my insults for him. I only used one. And I was being very generous because I waited until the end of the night to do it. And at this point, everybody was drunk. But this boy was like coming after my boots or something. And I said something to the effect of, why are you intimidated by my boots? Is it because they are bigger than the size of your dick. Now, I've never seen this man's dick, but it is implying that what he's doing is small dick energy. And now tell me how, when I did that, he distanced himself. And yeah, it was the last insult of the night that he gave me. 
Which, good bitch. And no, I didn't take it too far. Because if you can do this to me over 30 times in 24 hours, I think that I'm allowed to do it back to you. And if you can't handle that, why the fuck are you dishing it? Another guy that was also a part of this group decided to ask me how long have I been in my hometown for? When I said something to the effect of my entire life, he said, damn, that's pretty lame. And because I've been talking to this man, I know that he too has also lived in this side of town for his entire life. And I said, that's pretty lame for you too, bitch. I could sit there and be like, oh, but this town is great. It has this. It has that. This is my home. Like I could sit there and defend it and try to justify why I didn't want to move out. But why would I? A person with a healthy self-esteem is not going around looking for flaws and holes to poke in people. In fact, even if they did notice them, they would keep it to themselves because they already feel good about themselves. What would they get out of insulting you? Or what would they get out of making an observation that isn't helpful or that doesn't actually steer you in a positive direction? You don't need to tolerate these people, even if they say it's just a joke. All that matters is that it made you feel bad and that you don't fuck with it and that you don't surround yourself with people who talk to you that way or who use that as their quote-unquote love language. It's gonna feel like you're being the drama because you don't want to fuck with people who talk to you like this or who act like this. But the thing is that these people are the fucking drama and they're gonna never stop being the drama. In fact, if you gave them a little bit of the taste of the drama that they serve you, they wouldn't even be able to handle it. If your relationship only works in a circle or with another person because you allow them to relentlessly insult you or because you're willing to tolerate that abuse and never clap back at it or tell them to shut the fuck up, then you need to evaluate what matters more to you in your life. Having a healthy self-esteem and peace and being surrounded by good positive energy or just having friends just to say that you have friends. Like how lonely do you have to be to where you accept people in your world who are actively using you as punching bag material? I think the more that you tolerate it and the more you let people gaslight you into thinking it's okay, the more you're gonna think that's a normal dynamic when it's not. Here's the thing, it's not honesty. It's not helpful, it's not constructive. Honesty is a friend who notices that you're doing something self-destructive and who tries to stop you from doing it. Honesty is when a friend holds you accountable. Honesty is not when your friend talks shit about something on your body that you can't change. And you know what? Let's take this outside of going out for a night. Let's take this outside of relationships. These people exist in the workplace, they exist in your home, and they exist in your friendship circles. And what do they all have in common? The people who rely on negativity and hate or even just flaw finding are the most insufferable, hardest people to be around. And they might even be suffering themselves. They might even be in a place in life that they're not enthusiastic about. And is it not the happiest, most successful people that you know uplifting everyone? Like the people who get the most opportunities, the people who are the most well-liked, the people who have the most friends. These are people that people want to work with, do business with. These are people that people want advice from. It's why you notice your favorite managers always being the first to get promoted. They're easy to work with. They're supportive of everyone around them. They know how to let other people shine. They're just good people to be around. That's why the shitty manager always stays where they are. They never leave and they make everyone else's lives miserable and everybody else ascends around them. Or they update their resumes actively and they find new jobs, which 
By the way, please don't work around a hostile manager who's actively being awful towards you because that can affect the way that you feel about your career and your opportunities, just like how a relationship can affect your self-esteem. Like, you should not be leaving a situation, stewing in it for hours about all the disrespect you just took and pre-planning how you're going to deal with it the next time you see them. And I know, leaving a job is not that easy, but the bottom line is that you can be a person who is pleasant, easy to talk to, and fun to be around without tolerating insults, especially ones that are baseless and rooted in leveling you. Your mental health is far better off being alone and away from these people than actively surrounding yourself with this horrible energy and not speaking up and standing up for yourself when it comes around the corner. And what's going to happen when you speak up for yourself? They're going to cut you off. They're going to be meaner to you. Well, you know what? Good. Good. Let them end the relationship because it should never have been that way in the first place. Some of these people are really weird too. Like they'll continuously invite you places and then be awful to you while you're there. Or when you go out with them, they pay for the outings. It's almost like they're compensating you with their energy and with their money to keep you tolerating them. You know how when you play The Sims and you see that they have moodlets that affect them for hours? Ever since I've played that game, I've realized that every interaction is a memory-forming opportunity for you and the other person. Just like how they're giving you a story to tell, you're giving them a story to tell too. Now in this context, imagine how this person is using their opportunity to give you an awful story. And depending on how many life events you have, you might actually hold this one with you to the grave. Like you could remember it for years to come. It could negatively affect you. And look, let's say that hate is your love language. Maybe you think it's funny. Maybe you do consider it banter. I don't know if you've ever had a long relationship with this type of person or if you have a parent who married this type of person or had kids with this type of person. They bring that energy into the family. They'll do that to your kids. And let's say it's a self-hating person. You're never going to be able to talk the self-hate out of that person. You're not going to be able to cure it by yourself. It's going to have to be a solo person thing. And sometimes these people are happy with their negativity. They don't want to change. In fact, they think it makes them special. They think it makes them edgy. And they think that it makes them this like level of honest that everyone's too afraid to be. And I'm going to be very real here. When I was a kid, I was pretty offensive as fuck when it came to other people's looks, but even I knew better not to come after physicalities or things that they couldn't control. You know, like their weight, their race, their illnesses, things about them that were physical or things about them that were even mental, right? So I think that like, if I as a kid could have that understanding, why can this grown ass adult not? So that is today's message for the podcast. I hope that this has emboldened you. I hope that you don't take any shit from anyone because as soon as someone starts doing this around you and you don't cut it off when it starts happening or you don't ignore them and not reward them with your energy, they think, ah, I can keep coming back here and doing this. I can be myself around them or somebody that they feel like they can be comfortable around, which is like, no, bitch, you can't be comfortable around me. Take that bullshit somewhere else. And look, if you don't want to tell them off, and you don't want to ignore them, there's nothing wrong with being assertive and being like, hey, I don't think that that's appropriate. I don't like that you talk to me like that. But the thing is, you can't train these people how to socialize with you. These people feel like this is okay, especially if you just met them. I've dated someone like this, and he stayed this way throughout the entire relationship, no matter how much fights it started or like whatever kind of chaos it caused. And then he would be like, well, you can say mean stuff back to me. 
no, I don't do that. I don't think mean stuff about the people that I like. And if that's you too, then perfect. Let them go fuck off and go be with someone else who's fucking vile. So don't take no shit. Don't let these negative ass, hater ass people try to level you. Don't take it in the workplace. Don't take it from your friends. Don't take it from random men at bars. Don't deal with these people, period. No matter how nice they're being on the side, if this is one of their personality traits, it's a destructive personality flaw. And I know that sounds mean as fuck, but yeah, a personality flaw that is destructive. You are going to bring harm to your workplace. You are going to bring harm to your friends, your relationships. And if you have kids, you're going to bring that energy to them and be fucking awful to them as well. Like it's not a good trait to have. It's almost like entitlement. So no, I'm not dealing with these people and you shouldn't either. And yeah, you're better off being a loner than dating somebody like this or having friends who are like this. The takeaway here is, is it constructive? Is it intended to better you? Is it something that's actually being directed at you because it's coming from a good place and it's not just picking apart your flaws and laughing at you to laugh at you? It's a triple double doggy ride flag if this person is exclusively doing it to you and you never do it back to them. And if the moment that you do, they get very tense and uncomfortable with it. Or if you tell them to stop, Sure, they stop, but they start treating you differently. They act like the friendship has lost a quality of it. Okay, yeah. It is very telling that somebody feels good about themselves when they do that, that they feel like the relationship is close. Like, their ability to abuse you unfettered makes them close to you. Like, big heavy emphasis on these people coming after your physical appearance and things that you can't change. Or just even feeling good about themselves after they do something like that. Also, imagine a person where all their relationships are like this and they've heavily normalized it. Have you ever met anyone like that? To me, every person I've met that's like that, who has tolerated it and normalized it and even like engages in it somewhat, has low self-esteem. They have low self-esteem in ways that are so hard to unpack would take me so long. It's like, mm. A situational example is somebody who's critiquing your work that you've done and being like, hey, this is a way that you can make it better. But at first they like lightly poke at you to like talk about what you did and why you could have done it better. Or maybe like your friend who jokes about your parking. It's supposed to be about things that actually help you or better you and make you more well-rounded and aware, not things that foster insecurities. And if you being in my life means that I have to tolerate you fostering my insecurities or trying to build new ones in me that I don't have, then you don't need to fucking be in my life. Thank you. Goodbye. Try me again. I also find that this quality and trait in a person is associated with energy vampires, which is a whole other topic for a whole other day. But you know what I mean, because they think that you should tolerate anything and everything that they throw at you. This is also indicative of a person who has horrifically low boundaries or does not accurately understand them. I just find that this is a negative trait that tends to be a Pandora's box that opens up 900 other negative traits. And yeah, you can spot it within the first 30 minutes of knowing a person. Unfortunately though, some people can lay in the grass with this vampiric energy and they can stay in your life for like six months before you realize that you're dealing with someone who gets off on being disrespectful and rude to you. Sometimes people just introduce it into the relationship because they don't want to be your friend anymore and they don't care how they act around you. And they're being passive aggressive and instead of just not talking to you and not communicating with you or even them drawing the boundary they're like let me be a piece of shit and make this person never want to talk to me again by acting like this so that is today's episode if you guys like my content and you want to support me producing more of it you can do that by giving me five stars on apple or spotify wherever you're watching me 
and leave a lovely comment if possible, preferably. I also upload these episodes on my official Fleekazoid YouTube channel, where you guys can leave direct commentary and feedback on the episodes, which I love to see. I'm also on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, I have some other YouTube channels, and I'm on Twitch. I am also on Patreon, where you can support me for $2 a month and creating more content like this, where I also post updates whenever I share something new. So thank you guys so much for watching, and don't tolerate no hating ass bitches. Bye!